nothing reminds you more absolutely of your secret crimes than being in court. A terror comes upon you. The finger that accuses might swing around and point at you. One crime's already proved. The vicarious delight taken in other people's misery. Why else are you here in the first place? Well, voyeurs, prepare for the best scenes, the crises, the twists, the breakdowns, and, of course, the final judgment. Now, this court is now in session. Mr. Kyle? The defense calls Isabel Nider? No, Samuel. No, is she here? I don't want to see her. Your client seems distressed, Mr. Kyle. Just a moment, Your Honor. Call Isabel Nider. She will help your case. Just trust me. You don't know what she'll say. Isabel Nider walks in, a fierce, bright-eyed woman. She strides up to the devil, just stares at him. Isabel. Before turning her back on him, taking a seat in the witness chair. Your witness, Mr. Kyle. Are you Isabel Nider? Of course. You were a resident in Lucerne in 1505? Why, why is there another corpse giving evidence? When are we going to see someone without soil in their hair? Your Honor, this witness is no stranger to courtrooms dead or alive. You were tried as a witch, am I right? Nah, uh, never tried. True, never tried. I was saved from the trial. And is your savior in court? Of course. There, that's him. The point's a little redundant, isn't it? The devil saves the life of one of his own. Uh, so what? I was never a witch. Mm -hmm. You were going to be tried, however. We'd been in prison God knows how long. They'd pricked us, cut us, filled us with water. And had you all answered their questions? Would you, hanging by your thumbs? Barbara had accused her husband, but Therese was worse. She'd fingered her whole family. They'd all been arrested as devil worshippers. They even exercised the family dog, then burnt the mud alive. Imagine burning a dog as a witch. Oh, they were strange times. A hot and dank prison cell, where the choking fumes of blood, sweat, and urine provide a cheap substitute for air. There's no light here, except for the paper-thin slivers, the beams that come from the cracks above and below the bolted door, just enough to remind the three that there is an outside world, that there is day. We were like sick people who had grown used to our tumors. We no longer thought we suffered because we'd forgotten what it was like to be without suffering. You confessed a long while today, sweet. They poured water in my ears. But you've got no family left to accuse. Let her alone. I just want to know who she found to accuse. You didn't accuse me, did you, sweet Therese? It must be May now. If we could only smell the flowers. You did. You told them something about me. Did you? No. What then? She accused her grandparents. Her grandparents are dead. They'll dig them up and burn them. There's nothing sacred. There's only one safe place to be. In the air. And how do I get into the air? Ash. Oh, God in heaven. You can smile, Isabel. They don't bruise you, do they? Because you give them what they want. What? A squeeze? A tit to suckle? Oh, yes. They can have that. If they touch me, I scream. We hear you, dearest. Even when we tell them what they want to hear, they beat us. Because they enjoy it. They don't beat you. I give them a pleasure greater than beating. 
I tell them what the devil looks like, how he comes to me, what he does to me. You shouldn't say that. Why not? Because the evil one hears us. I hope he does. Isabel! I hope he's listening now. Oh, God, no. Christ be with me, Christ be within me, Christ before me, Christ be Listen to Christ her. Right She's decimated her family and she prays like a virgin. Another night. That's a man. I don't want to hear. Shut it up, then. Cover your ears. I recognize the voice. It's the charcoal burner. I saw him brought in today. I'm going to go mad if he screams all night. I remember him. He used to wash at the stream in the middle of town. Strip off Seamus and wash all the grime off. He'd pour a jug of water over his head and the dirt would run off his back and down his legs till he was pink as a baby. He stopped. He was bound to be broken. Too good looking by half. Therese, he's stopped. You can come out now. She's asleep. Bitch. Hush now. Tomorrow I'll recant. Go bake your fingers. Let them. Tell them a story like I do. About what? The synagogue of Satan, the Sabbath. What makes you such an expert? Have you been to one? You stupid cow. There is no Sabbath except in their heads. I tell them we eat babies, drink piss. I tell them we watch corpses raked by dogs. We crap on the host. I tell them a goat with a prick of hot iron comes out from the trees and we all kiss its rump by the light of living children buried in excrement up to their necks with their heads on fire. And they believe it. Every word. They cross themselves with every new abomination and thank the Lord for bringing this poor monster into the light of his redemption. And they never torture you? What for? They have trouble stopping me. You'll be damned. I already am. Why? They've made me into what they accuse me of. Every night I burn seven hairs and pray. Pray to Satan. Pray he'll fill me up with new fictions. Pray he'll come for me. Come here? And take me away into the air. You bitch! You've damned us all! There's someone on the roof. What What are you talking about? I saw it. So you were dreaming. So black, the moon went out. Oh, God. Hush. Christ be with me, Christ be with me, Christ be with me. Our Father, who weren't in heaven, unhallowed be thy name. Shut up. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in hell. Oh, God. He's coming. This isn't the devil. Ha! You've been duped. Look at him. He's an actor or, or a dressmaker. Those fancy clothes and a tie. <laughs> there are some casualties in the next room. I hope they are to your satisfaction. The eyes? Squeezed out. And the privates? Torn off, testicle by testicle. Oh. Who have you killed? Go look for yourself. No, thank you. The priests, our torturers. God knows they scarcely deserved it. Men of integrity in their way. But you asked, Isabel. You are the devil. Yes, Therese, I am the devil for my sins. I'm sorry not to be running around as a goat feeding on boiled boys, but she's the mother of those inventions, not me. And I adore her for it. But I prefer the human form, and nice clothes, 
a nice professional look. Now, Therese, Barbara, the door is open. Please go. There's somebody in the hall. A young man they were trying to mutilate. A charcoal burner. He's catching his breath. If we go, are we damned? Why? You freed us. Maybe our souls are forfeit. God understands. It's your mothers, fathers, sisters, and cousins who won't forgive you. Isabel, are you coming? Don't look for me in heaven. God have mercy. Come on, Therese. <laughs> I should have killed her for that. Was it burning hair that brought you, or the praise? Oh, your testimonies brought me. Your descriptions are already notorious. You have set the seal on a history of infernal sabbaths. It was you put the thought to me. Oh, you're too modest. This was yours, every word. I've simply come to pay my loving respects and take you with me. Suppose I don't choose to go. Oh, what perversity! That's why I prayed to you out of perversity.、Uh, don't I frighten you? There's nothing you can do. I haven't already imagined. Good. Then you can teach me to remember myself. I need your guidance. Can you elevate me, Queen, Pope? No, in the air. Of course. Then take me up. Why? Just take me up, will you? The devil gently pinches the nape of Isabel's neck. Count to three. You count. <laughs> the walls of the prison fall away in a wash of starlight as they take a single step up into the night. Two. To a dizzying height above the city. Three. And stoop on the air like hawks. There. Happy. Wrap me up. I'm cold. Old excrement. We both know that. <laughs> Do you have the power to raise storms?、Oh, of course. Then raise one. Bring it down from the mountains and destroy the city. Why? For me. Do you need another reason? You hate it that much. Just do it, if you have the power. I have it. I want every living thing swept away. Everything. To the lice on rats. <sighs> Why are you hesitating? I am the prince of the world. <laughs> Prove it.、Uh, it's arbitrary. So are princes. Do it. I'll fetch Belial to do it. Can you legislate death yourself? In my youth, I loved destruction as women love children. And now, too old, too weak. We have to live in this cell, Isabel. If we crap in the corner, we'll smell it for a lifetime. I came to you in the last resort, looking for a companion, but you squirm with confusion like all the others. If you're so wise, teach me. I'm too tired. Let me go. We're a mile high. Let me drop. I tell you,、no. I'm sick of weakness. We can kill them another night. Let me go. Ow! She bites his hand. Isabel. She falls like an angel. Isabel. And bursts like a bag on the road. Isabel. Isabel, she's dead. I know. I see. It's a pity, really. She was a fierce woman. How do you feel?、Mm, no comment. Why didn't you destroy the city for her? No comment. 
Didn't you love her? I'll kill you. I'll rip out your bones one by one and feed them to you. I'm not afraid. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, a little, perhaps. But I see what you do now. I've been watching. You're only as evil as your victims allow. Yes, which is why you ought to be screaming in terror. You say you lost her? Yes. He could have kept me with some courage. But he chose not to destroy the city. Yes. It's extraordinary. This creature that my learned friend here describes as malicious and murderous will not raise his hand to destroy a city. The defendant could have raised her from the dead. Why didn't he? I would have resisted him. Why? He was lost, like all of you. I was better dead. Any further questions, Miss Lamb? No, Your Honor. I... She... She leaves me speechless. No, thank you, Miss Snyder. You're dismissed. Isabel. I never said goodbye to you. Maybe I thought you'd save me at the last moment. Prove yourself. No? I can't. Goodbye. So what did you do then? I... I wandered Europe. Mm -hmm. You were influential, I believe, at times. In minor ways. Such as? I was Grand Master of the Viennese Lodge of Freemasons for 50 years, doing good works. You met with magicians. Faust. Uh, a common queer. He seduced a viceroy of mine, Mephistopheles. They live in Rio, I think. And you dabbled in the arts? I was for a time with the Medicis. You play the violin? Not now. Music is all sadness. Except those Turkana drums and whistles. I like those. So, you went back to hell eventually? Yes. Why? To hide my head. Is that the entire reason? Yes. Didn't you have a new project, a masterpiece of engineering? Objection! Your Honor, the witness is being led. I'm not a bull, Kyle. I only go where I want to go. Let her ramble. You went into hell to challenge God himself, isn't that correct? Oh, she's so melodramatic. Not content to make a parody of the world, you want to copy humanity itself. I made a doll, if that's what you're driving at. You confess to it, then. Confess? There's no guilt here. I'm an engineer. I'd read Descartes. One of his heretical papers, especially the Trait L'Homme. In it, he makes the analogy between the physical body and a machine. The nerves are pipes and so on. I myself had seen beautiful hydraulic automata in the royal gardens of Germany. The work of one Solomon de Kos. To a creature such as myself, rejected by all and sundry, what better solution than to construct a companion of my own without will? Except my word. Twenty years it took me building from the marrow outwards. Easter. Yes. I called him Easter, after the resurrection. And was he perfect? I thought so, for a time. And so you took him to show the world. He was my pride. You went to Europe. I was happy for a while. He was the ideal companion... He never said no.
Is he here? Do we get to see the doll? He's dead, Your Honor. But so what? Half the witnesses have been putrefying. He's gone, Popper. Well, we can fetch him. The court has the authority. There's nothing to see. He's destroyed, knucklehead. Gone to itsy-bitsy pieces. Well, how did that happen? I intend to go into that. You've got the instincts of a tapeworm. The court is entitled to the truth. Oh, is it? <gasps> Are you ashamed? No. It's simply too painful. Sir, you do your case no good by obstruction. I can demand a retrial if... Damn you. What do you want me to say? That I murdered it? No. It had no life, so there was no murder. That I destroyed it? Yes. But it was mine to kill. You went to England? Yes. Why? Why does anyone go to England? Desperation. Answer the question. We're here in England. 1799, a yard behind an inn in Doncaster. It's a lovely sunny day, and the crowd has really come out. There's been a bloody spectacle in England for many years. Spain had the Inquisition. France had its glorious revolution, but England, oh, England. It had the most barbaric, most poetic entertainment of all Europe. It was called prize-fighting, bare-fisted men boxing each other in the ring. Oh, a left. Oh, and another left of the head. Mendoza drew blood with that one. He's dancing around out there. He's playing with Thomas, laughing at him. Daniel Mendoza, born near Whitechapel, 33 years ago. A small fellow, fearsomely bright. No wonder they call him the star of Israel. Oh, he lands a strong combination to the body. Thomas staggers against the ropes. He's on his last legs now. An uppercut. Oh, he's down. He's down. Mendoza standing over him, waving his arms. Three, four, five. Mendoza was the first to treat the sport as a science. He was a tactician. Like David bringing down men half his size again. Martin, the bath butcher, they called him, had gone down to Mendoza in 84 at Newmarket. Warren had fallen in 91. That was a rare fight. So much blood. I decided then, seeing that little Jew jubilant with his blooded fists, that such a rebel, an emblem of natural wit, should be with me. And Jack Easter would bring him to me. I swore it. Tell Mendoza I want to see him. Uh, uh, are you talking to me? Jack? Oh, Jack, where did he get to? Your boy doll. More of a man. Hmm. Did you tell Mendoza I want to see him? Would you, please? <laughs> I won't ask you to kiss me again. And to think I was looking forward to it. Oh, here's Jack now. Hello, you big lug. Isn't he a perfect specimen? Would you know this creature from flesh and blood? Speak to the reporter, Jack. Uh, what shall I say? Say the first thing that comes into your head. Uh, women. Where did that spring from? Well, you built me. You should know. Show him your teeth. Ivory. And the hair is horsehair, rooted in his copper skull, thread by thread. <laughs> I did it myself. Nice work. Oh, here's Mendoza, after all. And his wife. Daniel. 
Do we know each other? Not yet. My name is Mastern. I came across to see you fight. You really are extraordinary. We have nothing so beautiful in the low countries. Just tulips and dikes. Um, I'm pleased you enjoyed the match. It's the last Daniel's fighting. Oh? He's 33. But healthy. I'm tired. I'm very tired. Would you care for some brandy? There's no cops. Perhaps Mrs. Mendoza would fetch some. Daniel's retired. Do you understand that? Just a drink. Cups. Right. But but no more fights. Daniel, I'd like to introduce you to my boy, Jack Easter. He's a fighter, too. Hello. I can't shake hands, that bruised. Huh. He's a silent type, huh? He'd quite set his heart on sparring with you. As my wife says, that was my last match. The star of Israel extinguished so soon. Your boy could find other opponents. They're all thugs with waterlogged brains and gristle noses. Not for Jack. You don't look like the father of a prize fighter. He's not my natural son. Besides, it's the sport of gentlemen. Yeah, well, I was born in Whitechapel. There's some very fine property in Whitechapel. A match? No. I provide the purse. I'm retired. You've retired before. I offer 20,000 guineas. What? 20,000? For a single match? Who are you? Solvency. One match? One. Here in Doncaster? If you like. I set the date. I'm in no hurry. And the purse to the winner? Of course. How fits your boy? Hit him. Why is he staring at my hands? He doesn't like blood. A boxer who doesn't like blood? <laughs> He's a novice. Is he? Go on. Hit him. <clears throat> He's like iron. Too tough for you? I didn't say that. You'll fight him then? I'll fight him. Just to put a flicker of life in his eye, I'll fight him. What's that? A contract. I can't sign. My hands are too sore. Hmm. Your mark will do. A bloody palm. Here. Hey, let go of me. Ah, that hurts. Perfect, that'll do. Signed and sealed. Oh, just in time. Cups, right? What's that? A contract. Daniel. Just one fight. 20,000 guineas. Against my boy here, Jack Easter. You promise, Daniel, no more prize fighting. And you, how could you? He's too old. He's too exhausted. You'll kill him. Too late. The contract's signed. He can break it. There's a clause, should he rescind. Under the terms of the contract, he's liable... I'll be there. Angel, don't worry. This boy here's afraid of blood. You promised. Drinks, everyone? Thank you. Jack? Uh, no. Afraid of brandy, too? <laughs> to a fair and sporting match. This brandy's tasteless. So it is. It's more used to wash in. Why do you look at me like that? You sneer with every word. It's the way my mouth's made. Your eyes are always narrowed. So? You remind me of myself. And God help you. 
It's September, two months later, a warm month this year. The yard behind the inn is full of spectators. They've been here since early morning. Among the bloodthirsty throng, members of the nobility. Just a few feet from where I'm standing, the Duke of York, a horse-faced ass, and Mary Ann Clark, his primped and prettified mistress. Somebody call me. Hush, Freddy. You're incognito, remember? Excuse me, do you know where Mendoza is? I haven't seen him since this morning, sir. Damn fine. I saw him in spring. You see him? Damn fine. It was education. These younger fighters could learn a thing or two. Footwork, speed. I gave him five guineas. I said to him, your boxer and your woman are both worth paying for. One to take a good hammering standing up. The other take the same lying down, eh? <laughs> oh, that's the Prince of Wales. Georgie? Georgie? Excuse me, Miss Clark. Why, oh, yes? What do you see in him? Uh, the Duke of York? La Dolce Vita. Oh. Excuse me. Freddy? Oh, Freddy? Well, there you have it. The nobility and his mistress. And look here, it's Jack Easter, dancing. Oh, shut your boxing. One, two, three. You want to box with me? I'm out of shape, huh? But look at you. Not a drop of sweat. Oh, I never sweat. Oh. Will you be doing anything special to prepare for the big fight? No. Right. Uh, what will your tactics be in the ring this afternoon, Jack? Oh, anything you bring them down. Anything? Does that include dirty fighting, too? The groin, even? Well, if necessary, yeah. Don't you feel sorry for him? He doesn't stand a chance. Well, I don't bruise and I don't sympathize. Fascinating. Is there anything else? Any final thoughts? Uh, would you like to say a few words to all the boxing fans out there in space and time? <sighs> what? didn't think so. Why are you doing this? If my maker tells me to bring him down, I obey. So when Mendoza loses, what's he forfeit? Well, I don't remember. Going to hell with you, is he? Uh, could be. At least he can sweat. What, what, what did you say? Nothing. What? What? He's nothing to me. He's nothing. Jack? Jack. Are you ready? Yes. Ah, the crowd's huge. Well, I don't care. Uh, don't break him down too fast. Uh -huh. Give him a little sport for their money. Yeah. Play with him for a while. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when he connects, yeah. reel a little. Huh? Give them a few cries of pain. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> That's it. Ooh, is this the challenger? Is he your boy? He is. Jack, may I present Mary Ann Clark. Hi, Jack. The Prince of Wales has put money on you. Oh, he's a wise man. And, ladies and gentlemen, here comes the champion, Daniel Mendoza. The champion's the coming out. Jack, they may boo you. They don't like upstarts. If they spit, don't spit back. Just ignore it. You break it. Easter, you hear me? Kiss me, boy. They're calling for your man. Jack. Is he ready? Kiss me. Now, go break him. And here he comes, the challenger, Jack Easter. 
We're just moments away, folks. The referee has motioned for the fighters to meet and greet in the middle of the ring. Let's have a good match. No kicking or gouging. Shake hands. You're cold, mister. And fight! Mendoza's got the experience. He's nimble, but he tires more easily than he used to. Not as young as he was. The challenger takes a shot there to the head. Classic Mendoza tactics. In and away before the new boy sees him. Doesn't seem to stir Easter much, though. He looks cool as a cucumber. Yeah. And here comes Mendoza. He and look at me. And there's See how he avoids yes. my eye. Kill him. Mendoza's wife is quite vicious when she gets going. Most pacifists are. Oh, the new boy's taking the blows, but they don't seem to be doing much damage. Jack's not even fighting back. I know what he's thinking. He's pitying the Jew. And there's another Fight! And Damn you! Oh, there it is, folks. The first punch from the challenger. That sent Mendoza reeling back against the ropes. He's staggering and... Oh, and he's falling. The crowd's in a frenzy. The champion's down and he's not going to get up again. Good boy. Grease is thicker than water, eh? Get up, Daniel. He tripped. That's all it was? Never. Get up, Daniel. He tripped. That is the opinion of the Duke of York himself. It was a genuine accident. Impossible to tell from this angle. It's just a matter of time. Mendoza's on his feet again. The referee is checking him out and... Into the first round. Right, please. Saved by the bell. Or merely delayed. He tripped me deliberately. What? You wanted to break my neck? You hear me, Dutchman? Bastard! I'm talking to your boy. If he fights dirty, you get as good as he gives and better. So, so you tell him to watch himself, you got me? The fighters take to their corners to get toweled down. Let's eavesdrop for a moment on the conversation in the challenger's corner between the young Jack Easter and his manager, the Lord Mastern. All right. You did well, boy. Work him up to a good Yiddish fury, eh? Then floor him. I didn't trip him. Ah, so you say. I didn't trip him. Hey, play him along a little while. The crowd's enjoying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. One move is away. Round two. Mendoza's eye is swollen. Everything expands before it pops. You watch. It's fiercer than ever now. Daniel's bleeding. Oh, God, Daniel! The new boys come back with a vengeance. Easter, oh, Easter! Mendoza, break his crown! Daniel? Daniel? The crowd's going what? Just a matter of time. Down, Israel. Down. Put him down, boy. It can't be long now. Mendoza's getting pounded out there. Wait. Down. Take him down. The challenger's dropping his defense. What's going on? He's crying. It's true. Jack Easter has dropped his defenses. And he's crying. No sympathy, Jack. Down. Take him down. 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 Oh, my. How the tables have turned. Mendoza's taking the advantage. He's giving the kid a hammering. Oh, my God. And the kid's just standing there. This is slaughter. Hi. Hi. Kill him, Daniel. Kill him. Why doesn't the kid fight back? He's reeling out of gunplay. Israel. And he's down. The challenger's on the floor. His eyes are closed. He's not getting up. Give him air. Mendoza's won. A hammering it is. Ladies and gentlemen, 
the winner and still a heavyweight champion of the world, Daniel Mendoza. Mastern, uh, Lord Mastern, your boy's just gone down in a sensational defeat. What are your feelings at this moment as his manager? No comment? Daniel, Daniel, incredible match, really incredible. Thanks, thanks. The whole thing suddenly seemed to go your way. He, he was crying. Incredible. You'll do well, though. He's a strong boy. Plenty of time to improve. Incredible. Thanks. Mastern, any last words for the folks out there? Get up, Jack. I guess not. Well, that's it. Signing off for now, this is... Get up, you worthless bag of bolts! Coming to you live from a yard behind an inn in Doncaster, England. Goodbye. Clive Barker's The History of the Devil, starring Dylan Baker, will return. Stay tuned for the conclusion, coming soon. This has been a production of the Sci-Fi Channel Seeing Ear Theatre.